Today I've been out and about a lot. I've been in the car going from appointment to appointment and um, I've had a lot of time to think. I was with my children for a good portion of the day, um, both of my disabled children actually. One came along to help and the other was the focus of much of today. As we were out and I was enjoying their time and you know, my little guy, he shrieks really loudly and um, many cars around us as we were sitting in various parking lots could hear him, people at the pediatric office could hear him and um, I'm just used to it. But it brought to mind once I was finally in the car later by myself, um, a bit about a way that I've managed throughout my life with special needs, with homeschooling, um, just a big piece of our family life. And it all revolves around respect. I'm going to read to you the definition of respect. I believe it was the the third bullet point. It is esteem for or a sense of the worth of and the excellence of a person. I want to talk a little bit to you about how that looks in real life. I always grew up hearing that you should treat somebody the way that you expect them to be. Not as they are right now, but as you expect them to be, and they will aim to live up to it. And through my years parenting, I have seen that come true. I have seen that come to fruition. We have been bearing fruit of that for many years in my older two children. And we do see it, you know, evident in our younger ones. As I look around in society, I often see a lot of devaluing of our children. In society, there's a disregard. I remember a day I was sitting in the mall parking lot. I had just finished getting photos done for my firstborn. He was maybe a year old. And out, you know, the doors of the mall opened wide and out came a mother and a son. He looked maybe to be between seven and nine. And they walked toward their car and I could see her arms moving wildly. And, you know, he was kind of bouncing around like most kids do. And as they got to their car, she opened the back door where he was supposed to get in. And I could tell she was very animated. And I will never forget that she lifted up her leg and she kicked him. I will remember it like it was yesterday, even though it was probably a good 15 to 16 years ago. I was shocked. I was horrified. I, I could hardly process what I had just seen. And, um, you know, it sunk in so deep and it really brought to life in my heart this idea that you really do need to treat someone as you expect them to be. Because as I saw that scene play out, I thought, wow, she's teaching him to do that to his children someday or maybe his wife or other people around him he is going to learn to mistreat because he was mistreated so when our children are having really bad days when it's easy to assume that they just are naughty people (laughs) you know um or to feel that we they they just don't understand you know I I see this around a lot and I know in my own life sometimes I'm tired and fatigued and I it's easy to fall into that pattern to just think gosh why won't they just cooperate? It almost seems like they have a vendetta against you, <laughs> against me. But I've learned that one of the ways that we can really show respect is to seek to get to the bottom of their motivation. Look beyond the surface. Look beyond your tiredness. Look beyond what's going on, the chaos. I have to really kind of 
ground myself at times. I, I will have to focus on my breathing, focus on feeling my feet, <laughs> and, and come back into myself away from whatever the trigger is of what that child is doing. And remember, this is a beautiful human that I have been blessed with. And they are not a bad human. This child is not my enemy, but a society wants us to think that our children are our enemy. And that for some reason, the minute they're born, after they're not a tiny little baby, we have an enemy in our home. As I recenter myself and refocus and look at my child, I'm able more clearly to think, are their feelings hurt? Are they hungry? Are they tired? Do they feel sick? Maybe someone has said something to them that, that they're processing and don't know how because their processing abilities in their mind and heart are still immature. And that's my job to help develop that and to help them grow through that. This is an opportunity. This behavior that they are showing me is not an inconvenience. It is an opportunity that I have to take this beloved little one and to guide them, to mentor them. Sometimes I need a break first. <laughs> Sometimes I need my own time out before I'm capable of coming to that place. But it is doable. A few other things that I will employ that have really blossomed in our home is always making sure that my children can catch me saying something good about them. I want them to know that I speak well of them to others. Yes, of course, they're children. And of course, sometimes I would need support from a friend. And there are ways that you can respectfully process through problems that you need help with, with the right people. But I, but I focus on making sure that I speak of my children the way that I would hope they would speak of me outside of our family. Our family has a special bond. Our family has a level of trust. And I don't want to break their trust, just like I hope they won't break mine. Someone told me once, before I had children, never speak to your children in a way that you wouldn't speak to your best friend. It was very shocking because that was not the example that I had seen around me in society. But it stuck it is not always doable. <laughs> and you wouldn't be correcting your best friend and training your best friend, but it is definitely something that is worth considering and worth helping use as a tool to manage the words that come out of your mouth. The other way that we can build respect in our children that make for really fun teen years, I have to say, now that we are in them, um, we are not experiencing gruesome teen years. In fact, my teens are some of my best friends now. Um, despite me being their parent and still guiding them and leading them, they are a delight. And that mutual respect that is there is because I modeled respect to them. I was respectful of them and that allowed them to see how respect is done. So now they know how to give it back. So I'll end my little conversation with you today of my thoughts today. I was mulling over while I was driving with one of my favorite scenes in one of my favorite movies. There is a musical called Singing in the Rain. Many of you may have seen it. And in that movie, there is a very short clip where one of the main characters yells, 
dignity, always dignity. And that is a phrase that actually we toss around and laugh about in our home because it is so important. And the children know that that is something that we hope they will carry into their future lives. We want them to treat everyone around them with dignity. We want them to treat themselves, their friends, their future spouses, their children, and those that they work with, with dignity. So I hope you're having a really good week. And if you find time, go check out Singing in the Rain. Talk to you soon.